Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. Now, the big story dominating all the papers is the same one that you've been hearing this morning on Live 95 News. Molly and Tom Martins were released from prison in the United States last night. The father and daughter were, of course, convicted almost four years ago of the second-degree murder of Limerick man Jason Corbett. That was 2015. And our head of news, uh, Gillian, joins us now uh, to give us the latest. Uh, Morning to Gillian. Morning, Joe. What happened in court then yesterday evening? Okay, well, Molly and Tom were both appearing on a bond hearing. They had been granted this retrial um, after they appealed their original convictions and there was a narrow majority there by the North Carolina Supreme Court by four votes to three to allow them to have that retrial. So the normal procedure there would be as the the first uh, convictions are considered quashed that they'd be released pending uh, the retrial but released on a bond. So this was a bond hearing to hear how much they they would have to pay in order to be released on bail. They appeared in court in prison uh, garb as we're probably all familiar from watching movies and that kind of thing. Tom was in his orange jumpsuit and uh, Molly was in her uh, a navy jumpsuit and she was wearing orange crocs, you know, the, the all prison issue uh, that is the norm in the United States. They were both handcuffed and also uh, ha- were cuffed at the, the ankles as well as their lawyers represented them and there was discussion in court about the bond. The state prosecutors were actually looking for a bond of a million US dollars and they stated that the Martins family were a family of means. We know that Tom Martins was a former FBI uh, worker so a comfortable salary one would imagine and that there would have been money there but this was argued vociferously by the Martins representatives who said that you know, it had previously been agreed that $200,000 would be the bond and that was what was approved by the court. And within 90 minutes, they were out and we've seen pictures of them. You can see them on the Irish Sun. They've published the photographs of Molly leaving. She's then in, I don't know, I don't think they're her own clothes, but she's not in the the jumpsuit anymore. She's in a grey t-shirt and jeans, the hair is done up uh, in a bun and she's carrying uh, just one paper bag of her belongings and Tom then is in white trousers and also grey t-shirt. Looks looks like a prison t-shirt and he he's a few plastic bags with his gear and both of them wearing, of course, face masks, as is everybody at the moment. Right. So what are the conditions around Molly and Tom Martin's bail? Well, the first thing is that they both have to surrender their passports so to ensure that there's no flight risk there. And then the next thing is they're not allowed to have any contact directly or indirectly with the family of the victim, Jason Corbett. Now, we know the first time around that when the two of them were awaiting trial, there were several attempts by Molly Martin to get in contact with Jason Corbett's children, who live now in Limerick in the custody of Jason's sister, Tracy Corbett Lynch, and her husband, David Lynch. And those efforts were made even through this radio station for requests. There was also on social media, and she regularly put posts up, you know, claiming to to be this angel of a mother and how much she missed her, the children, Jason's children and how much she wanted them back because there was a custody battle underway at the time as well. So 
this condition that they are not allowed to contact uh, the children at all or the family, any member of the family, indirectly or directly. So that would include any posts on social media. Um, I, I think will be very much welcomed by Jason's family. Right. I'd completely forgotten about the request through this radio station. Yeah, yeah. Um, what happened to the plea deal we've been hearing about over the last week? Yeah, that that's an interesting one because, you know, Ralph Regals, who's been a regular on this programme following this story and uh, helped to write the book, my brother Jason, he had said they that the deadline for that plea deal was to expire yesterday. So we were expecting that there might be some progress on that or some indication about that, but there was no mention of it in court and it seems that the, the deadline has expired. We know that the family here were really, really upset that a plea deal might be offered, a plea deal on manslaughter. And it's because they, they have such a, ma- a manic backlog of cases over North Carolina. I assume it's it's probably similar all over the world where you're not able to hold things at the same speed as you would have done in normal times. So they... I suppose this was an option that, uh, you know, this trial took five weeks last time around. It's going to take a a long time again. It's a lot of resources. It's a a lot of finance behind it. But I think the decision was made as well that this, you know, Jason Corbett deserved as much justice as any other US citizen. And that there was a comment made that, you know, people deserve the right to be able to, to sleep peacefully in their beds, which was how Jason was murdered, you know, um, and that it would not do any good to the confidence of US citizens if this did not proceed to a full retrial. Mm. We're chatting to Live 95's head of news, Gillian, this morning about this. What's been the reaction of Jason Corbett's family then? It must be so difficult for them. I mean, they have issued a statement, but it has to be bittersweet because it can be so, so difficult to watch the pictures of these two people who took their loved one from them uh, walking free. But at the same time, they know now that there is a chance for the trial to be held. The trial will be held again and that there is a chance for them to give their full story. So the reason why the first trial, uh, the first convictions were quashed was because the judges had ruled, uh, a very slim majority of judges had ruled that evidence should have been heard by the jury um, of statements that have been given by Jason's children. But Jason's children, according to the family and according to the statement that they've released, very much want to give evidence in a second trial because they say those statements were coerced and manipulated out of them at a time of grief and that they were, uh, it was basically mental abuse from Molly Martins that encouraged them to make those uh, statements. So, I think a second retrial will mean that whether those statements are delivered or not, you, you will also get evidence from the children that will be quite different. And they're teenagers now, aren't they? 14 and 16, yeah. Mm-hmm. What's likely to happen next? There's likely to be, unfortunately, a very long delay. Now, the, the Martins have said that they will return to their home in Tennessee without fanfare. <sighs> You'd like to believe that. I mean, it wasn't that long ago that a very controversial article appeared in well-known magazine Elle where Molly had given interviews to a journalist, you know. So she she wanted to put her story out there. She probably still does. But 
hopefully the con- the conditions put on their their bond will prevent them from speaking publicly. But they are a family who've done things in the past that would m- would make you worry a bit. So there's a long delay. We're hearing that likely to be 2022 before a, a full trial will go ahead. And it'll take a lot of preparation. We know that the the Limerick family of Jason Corbett worked so hard and, you know, they've been very, very supportive of the North Carolina justice system and they mentioned them in the the statement as well, welcoming the, the decision to go forward for a retrial. But a lot of work has to take place now before that retrial is scheduled and it's likely to, to take several more than several months late next year at the earliest, possibly even longer, which unfortunately means a lot of free time for the Martins murderers. Okay, well, I'm fascinating to see all of this, including the fact that from what we can gather now, as you say, it looks pretty certain there will actually be a retrial at some date in the future. That's as much as we know this morning. Um, And uh, one other thing, um, I know it really annoys people outside the media, but there was that semi-farcical exercise last night of shouting and screaming at um, people as they pass by journalists, roaring questions at them, getting very little in response. I mean, is that done on the basis that someday someone is going to turn around and uh, deliver a eulogy that no one will ever forget? I, I don't actually know why it's done. I am... Um I suppose it's it's the off chance that they're competing against each other and they fear that if one person gets this once in a lifetime chance of a million response, they'll have missed out. So, so they're all trying for it. But it does seem a little bit like a wasted exercise, but it also makes a spectacle of when it happens. And therefore, for that reason, I think that's why they do it, because it, it makes the whole thing a bit more... Interesting to watch, maybe. All right, okay. Thank you very much for uh, that update. That is our head of news, Gillian, with the latest on the ongoing uh, story there. Molly and Tom Martins released on bail from prison in the US last night. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more.